welcome to the Travel Coach Network podcast, your weekly dose of travel coach info, inspo, and news from around the globe. Tune in to each episode to hear inspiring stories of successful travel coaches who are building their lives and business around travel, all while exploring around the world. You'll also learn all about travel coaching, setting intentions for a trip, adding meaning to travel, and how you can grow your own travel coaching business. Because remember, there is more to a travel career than just blogging and bookings. Now, join me as we reshape how and why people travel. Before we get to today's episode, we have a quick, small ask for you. In a moment, could you pause this episode, go to your favorite podcast player, and leave a review for this podcast? Even if you leave five stars and no words, we so appreciate that effort. When you leave reviews for podcasts, that helps them get discovered by the right people. So that means a future aspiring travel coach could discover this podcast because of your review. We so, so appreciate you taking the time to do that. We'll give you a second to pause this episode and do that now if you can. You back? Okay, great. Let's get on with the show. Welcome back to the Travel Coach Network podcast. It is I, Sahari Rose DeBoer, the founder of the Travel Coach Network and the creator instructor of the Travel Coach Certification Program. Today, I'm so excited to swap podcasts and have Christine Weinbrenner, Irik, join us today. Hi, Christine. Hi, thank you for Hi. having me. Absolutely. So Christine, just give a little bit of a background. She is the founder of Lotus Sojourns and the host of the Soul of Travel podcast. Christine creates and guides transformational journeys for her travel company, Lotus Sojourns. She's dedicated to creating space for women to authentically connect around the world. Christine wants women to embrace their purpose and know themselves as valuable and equal members of this global community. Again, welcome, Christine. I'm so excited to chat with you today. Thank you. So tell us first, Christine, where did your passion for travel stem from? I think it started really early on with just something inside of me that knew there was something greater than me in the world was really like this little soulful yearning, I think as a young child. And I also was just really curious about other cultures. I really remember being young and asking my mom, why we didn't have any culture where I lived. (laughs) And I grew up in a really rural community in Montana and we certainly had culture, but I think I just understood that there was more diversity and languages and all these things that were greater than what I was being exposed to. And so I just think I had an innate curiosity about the world. Probably your first trip that inspired you with choosing the Lotus as the symbol for your your brand and your business. Can you explain some of those stories? I know you mentioned about Thailand as well. Kind of took my big first personal growth discovery trip was to um, Thailand. And I spent six weeks there and much of the culture you would see the Lotus represented. And at that time I was really struggling with some things that had happened in my life and the just the story of and the symbolism of the lotus coming from the mud and blooming and then also the journey to enlightenment like there were these little things that just kind of caught my attention and made me take notice and then again later I was traveling in Egypt and I heard a very similar story about the lotus and just that imagery of moving from dark to light and kind of rebirth really was something that I resonated with and then kind of started to bring into the context of travel and how when we travel, we learn about these parts of ourselves and we move from one version of ourselves 
in how we know ourselves to another version. And that's kind of where the Lotus came into my business. I like that. I think within your journeys, you're giving great examples of just how meaningful, impactful, transformative travel can really be on, especially with you saying that, you know, you're traveling during times when, you know, you had a lot going on in your life. And we've all, we all turn to travel for such personal and emotional reasons. I know for myself, one of my very first trips was traveling because I had really bad bouts of depression and anxiety. And I just didn't know who I wanted to be and what I wanted out of life. But that's something I hear quite often from those I talk to in the Travel Coach Network and on the podcast. Obviously, we hear transformative travel being a popular term in the industry as we are starting primarily during the pandemic and as a lot more of transformative, meaningful, purposeful travel, intentional travel. What do those words mean to you or what does transformative travel mean to you and your business? Well, I think, uh, again, kind of coming back to those reflections on my earlier travel experiences, I noticed how differently I engage in the world after traveling. And for me, that felt transformative. So I kind of started using that word early on to try to express what I wanted travelers to get from travel and have it be transformational. But now I really, I think the word is so broad and can mean so many things. And for me, what I really hope for my travelers in terms of transformation is to transform how they know and understand themselves and their place in the world. And so transformation for me doesn't necessarily mean complete change. It just is a change in the conversation we have with ourselves and with others. Yeah. You explained that so well there because transformation means something so personal, just like travel is so personal to everyone too. These are the types of concepts that you talk about during your sojourns and the, hopefully the experiences that your travelers get out of your experiences. What are sojourns? Can you explain that or where that word came from as well? Yeah. So again, just uh, an idea that I heard at, at one point, someone talking about a sojourn being something that was like traveling as if you live somewhere for an extended period of time or to sojourn means to live somewhere as a temporary visitor. And so it was this idea of really wanting to deeply connect with the destination and also show it the reverence and respect that you would if it were your home. That's why I wanted to use the term sojourn to just really begin to paint a sense of what I think travel can look and feel like and how it can have more rich meaning if we travel with that intention. What kind of experiences, what kind of sojourns do you provide and why were those the type of experiences that you wanted to help other women achieve? I tend to focus my sojourns on connecting with other women in the destinations that we travel to. Um, I did that in part because as I reflected on my past travel experiences, those intimate kind of really personal connections I had with other women were the things that really stuck with me. Seeing really beautiful ruins or sites or cities or museums was amazing, but at the end of the day, it was those deep personal connections that I felt really allowed me to have a greater sense of who I was. And so I set out to create those kinds of connections. And I typically partner with women's social impact projects where I'm traveling because I also want to look at the ways travel can create a positive impact, create containers for connection and exploring like our similarities and our differences, just having space for real connection. Guatemala, for instance, what we do is we have different circles with the artisans that we meet with. 
and we draw like our why and our dream and we share those as a way of connection, but also as personal exploration. And it's really cool to see the commonalities in some of our shared hopes and dreams between the groups of women. I love that. That really is such a meaningful experience to have. And it reminds me of the times just traveling and just meeting and connecting with people, whether they were other travelers or they were the locals sitting to have conversations and being touched by these stories. And it really does give you a perspective. And that is part of the changing, uh, the transformation of what travel can do. And it what you talk about in Lotus Sojourns and what you do is really embodies what the future of travel looks like as people are looking to, travelers are looking to have experiences that give back, that make them feel something deeper than what they, you know, a typical trip could do, or really using travel, like I always say, as a tool for our us to thrive in our, whether it's our well-being, our mindset, our relationships, our personal, or even our work lives as well. And that's why I wanted to have you as a guest on here to give an example to those listening who are travel coaches or travel professionals of any sort to really take a look at examples like Christine, because she really is doing what uh, tourism looks like moving forward. And especially for travelers to her listening that they, there are experiences out there that have more of an impact and can really make an impact on you. Is that what you were talking about? I noticed on your website, you talk about social impact journeys. What is that? Is that more about regenerative tourism or giving back or making an imprint uh, in the communities where you visit? Yeah, I, I think just having the conversation and really understanding the impact that you have when you do travel and knowing that that's really every single point of connection with a de destination, you have a choice to make a positive or negative impact. And that can be as simple as bringing your own water bottle and not purchasing water bottles when you travel or booking local hotels. Uh, for instance, I'm heading to Switzerland soon. And one of my first Google searches are, was, are there any women owned or social impact hotels I can stay at in the destination? And there were, and just kind of asking those kinds of questions to see what greater impact you can make when you travel. And then, like I said, I also really tend to partner with a local organization so that we can learn more about one another and provide financial support by visiting with and engaging with that community as well. Are there any platforms that you like to use when planning and booking your trips to see if there's hotels that are, or who's doing something in the industry that's making a positive impact? Yeah, one of the places I usually start is Kind Hotels. They have usually um, different uh, hotels that are serving communities in different ways, and then each stay gives back. So that's a really easy place for me to start. Um, but like I said, also just keyword searches is helpful. Um, there are a lot more platforms that are starting to arise. Um, Yugen Earthside has some there's quite a few if you just look for, um, I think, sustainable booking, travel booking platforms more and more all of the time, which is really amazing to see because it used to be really hard to try to make those choices, which is why I think even if people were really passionate about it, they may not have been doing that when they traveled. Yeah, exactly. We're seeing and hearing so many other hotels and properties and destinations 
you know, getting creative and thinking outside the box on how they can you know, make a positive impact on the community or uh, allow travelers to give back in some way, because that's, a, it's not a trend that we're seeing for travelers. It, it's just a fact. It's what people are looking to do, uh, whether it's on the planet, on animals and nature, on people and more. I know we talked about you incorporating coaching methods into your travelers and their experiences. What does that look like? And can you give an example of anything? I think the, for me, the coaching is again, just kind of creating awareness around our travel experience. And it starts as soon as people start to look at booking with me and um, we have a pre-trip conversation. I, I'd like to talk with each of my guests before they travel to make sure this experience is in alignment with what they really want. And so the first question is really, what do you want out of this travel experience? Which seems a little bit crazy to start with something that basic, but a lot of times people are just thinking, I want to travel. I want to go somewhere. This place looks great. I'll go. And they haven't even asked any questions about why they're seeking travel. Are they looking for disconnection, reconnection, learning about themselves, learning about culture. And as soon as you just start taking the lid off Pandora's box, like people really then start to see what you're after. And then they see that in themselves and they, and they have an aha moment. It seems pretty quickly about, I didn't realize that I was really seeking this or yearning this or looking for this. And now that I know I can really intentionally choose an activity that's going to give me such a greater benefit and even if that experience is not with me, if my trip's not in alignment for them, like I'm so happy to direct them to someone else I know or to encourage them to find something that's really going to offer them the experience that they're craving because that's when I think travel has the most personal impact and is the most rewarding. You know, what we talk about with intentional travel, and it's something I love talking about too, is just setting those intentions for the trip so that you can make better decisions, where to go, what to do, who to go with. Uh, what kind of experiences or activities to do, really being mindful of your trip and therefore, you know, hopefully having the the feelings, the outcomes, the changes in your life that's driving you in the first place to travel, right? That's amazing. Where do you see the future of travel coaching going? Well, I hope it's like endless opportunity. I think that the power that it has to make travel so much more beneficial is just endless. And I, I think that people... I hope that people don't want to travel without being coached. Like it's, it's so amazing to think about how much it can create a shift in what you're going to experience. You know, like I said, it, it could be a very simple conversation you have with a coach at the beginning of your trip, or maybe even some guided journaling they give you during your trip and then reflection afterward. It doesn't have to be elaborate, but also it has the ability to become a really powerful tool and people can have so much more added to it. They could work with someone for a long period of time. For example, I'm looking at building a few trips based on a model I used before with three months of coaching before we traveled. And the return on that experience was so impactful for the women that did that. At the end of the day, they didn't even know that a weekend trip or a weekend retreat could be so powerful, but it was that three months that they invested in themselves leading up to it that amplified what they got out of that experience. So I feel like travel coaching really should be available for everyone who's looking for a more rich and meaningful personal travel experience. Yeah. I mean, obviously I definitely agree with you, but it really does allow travel to do its wonders. 
so many times we hear people say, well, I need a vacation from that vacation, or especially those in the workplace who are taking a vacation. And now they are anxious when they get back because they just can't wait until their next trip, which will be who knows when. We really set intentions and are mindful about our time traveling. Travel can be a really powerful means to thriving in our lives. Tell us about your immersion programs. We hear often about immersive experiences uh, now more than ever before too. What, are, what do those look like or what do those entail? As I mentioned, the the three-month coaching that I did was kind of a mental, physical, spiritual. And so we did some physical preparation for the more adventurous components. We did meditation, journaling, yoga, and then we did some community building experiences. But then we also brought in experts from the region that we were traveling to, to learn about the indigenous culture, the environment that we're going to be engaging with, the kind of gear and stuff that we might need for that experience. So we really became fully immersed in the experience before we went. But then I think that also allowed for the travelers to like settle in more quickly. So when you're talking about kind of getting more immersed in an experience, when you have that level of comfort upon arrival, you don't have to wait to adjust. You can just kind of sink in and start really being a part of the experience that you were after. Well, I'm excited to see more of where the immersive travel experiences are heading as well. Um, I know you're always busy and you have a lot of really exciting things happening in your business, everything from your communities, which is quite uh, clever, and your community itself. Do you want to share just some exciting things you've been working on or anything in store? Well, yeah, I have my um, book sojourn, which is something that I launched during the pandemic as a way for people to continue to travel and combine personal exploration with learning about the world, picked books that I really had wanted to read, but I wanted to read in community and realized that like, as I looked at them all stacked on my desk, that they looked like a journey and they are, you know, women who've written about their own personal growth or their adventure travel experiences or learning about a culture through one of the authors. And so that's been a really fun way to kind of play with traveling without traveling, which then also kind of expands the possibilities for how we can travel and how we can learn and, you know, how we can be guided through these experiences. So that was a a fun place for me to play in for the last two years. And we're just getting ready to start the next, like the fall chunk of our book sojourn. So I'm so excited for the people that are joining that. And it's been just a special place to be able to to be over the past two years. That sounds so exciting. That's really clever and creative. I like that. I always like to ask my guests, is there a fun fact about yourself that you'd like to share with the listeners? Doesn't have to be travel or business related. Kind of is and kind of isn't travel related, but I have three daughters and they were each born in a different state. Just kind of shows you that I'm constantly living in the state of travel and I don't know. It's like they all have their own little being because they've been born in a different state. And so cute. I like that a lot. They're destined to be little travelers themselves, I guess. Right. To share with our audience as we close up here, uh, where can they learn more about Lotus Sojourns or follow you? Uh, Lotus Sojourns, they they can find uh, at www.lotussojourns.com and the podcast is there also just at uh, Soul of Travel. And then on social media, I'm either at Lotus Sojourns or at Soul of Travel Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. 
Wonderful. Christine, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. You really have built something incredible. And I know there's the future of Lotus Sojourns is just so much brighter and so much more to come. And thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. I really appreciate being here with you today. Yeah, thank you. And be sure for anyone interested in following the Travel Coach Network, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Travel Coach Network or visit us at thetravelcoachnetwork.com. The links for that, as well as all of Christine's links are also going to be in the show notes. There you'll also find a link for the Travel Coach Network global community, uh, as well as the your free beginner's guide to travel coaching. Anyone interested in travel coaching or listening, please send them our way to our podcast. We'd really, truly appreciate it. And until next time, my fellow wanderers, bye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Travel Coach Network podcast. If you're brand new to the world of travel coaching, you must grab our free beginner's guide to travel coaching in the show notes. Then come share your takeaway from this episode in the Travel Coach Network global community. It's our free Facebook group for aspiring and thriving travel coaches. See you there. Thank you.